has such power. It's raw power. Dad, what are you doing? It's Shark Week. Okay, here's the deal. You have one month to find jobs or you're out in your asses. I will arrange interviews for Monday and you will go! Dad, why are you talking to me like this? I'm your son. I'm not buying that crap anymore. You yelled rape at the top of your lungs. Mom, I honestly thought I was going to be raped for a second. He had the craziest look in his eyes. And at one point he said, let's get it on. That was about the fighting. See? I'm so not a raper. All right, that's it. You two guys leave me no choice. No television for a week. What? We are so serious. Guys. They're hot. Are you out of your minds? Goes in Robert's wall safe. And it's going to stay there. No. Okay. This house is a prison. They're here. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Undrafted! <laughs> oh my god, that was great. I'm just trying something new today. That was awesome. I'm proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, welcome uh, to Undrafted. We've took a, a few weeks off. Life kind of got hectic. Um, I, I mean, I guess I wouldn't say hectic. Uh, just busy. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, no excuse. Uh, I mean, we're not getting paid to do this, so it's not like we're supposed to send them out regularly. It would be nice to, um, but uh, it's a work in progress. If we had more fans, we probably would be doing them. On a more regular basis, but uh, the right. whole people that listen to us, thank you. Uh, from the bottom of our hearts, we really do appreciate you. So if you happen to like what we are saying, please like, share, comment, and share with a friend. If you don't like it, please like, share, comment to us what you didn't like about it, and we will try to fix our faces. Right. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Good job, Caleb. Uh, so... With that, uh, I, I guess we'll just go right into opening thoughts. I mean, yeah, we'll do it that way. Absolutely. So um, uh, this isn't very easy for me to do because it's not in my DNA makeup. However, draft night and the few days and the coming days after, I was not very polite to some of our friends i would say in the australian fan page for the red wings um and i honestly from the bottom of my heart would like to sincerely apologize for uh, my my takes and my actions and my words they weren't very nice uh i am sorry uh, i hope we can uh, make up Continue being friends, and hopefully you guys will give us a chance and will listen to our expertise on the hockey subject. And if you think uh, our amateur accolades don't mean <laughs> anything, I, I, would, I will assure you that uh, even the greatest players and coaches have started at the amateur levels. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of them started in high school. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can't fault. I, yeah, I have nothing to 
disagree with that. So, yeah, solid opening thoughts. And, uh, yes, I want to apologize as well. I was a little more laissez-faire trying to keep Caleb calm down there, but I got a little heated. So I would like to apologize, too. Um, we don't like to come off as know-it-alls. Uh, we're just very solid in our knowledge, and I guess it kind of sometimes gets the better of us. But, I mean, doesn't that happen to, like, all men? Seriously? Like, are we let our pride get in the way? So um, just some food for thought. Um, a, a lot of things have taught me to keep my mouth closed um, or, or, or refrain in certain situations. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Um, I, I apologize as well. And then my, my, my other opening thought is, well, you know what? I guess I, I really don't have one because it's going to go into what we're talking about later. So I'm not even going to discuss that right now. Um, but yeah, I, I apologize as well for uh, my role and everything. And I just want to thank uh, you, uh, Australians. You guys are uh, very much like Canadians. You're very forgiving and you like to say sorry a lot. Uh, just not. I want to know how y'all say sorry, because, uh, you know, here we say it, sorry. You know, we make fun of Canadians saying it's sorry. So uh, let us know. I, I'm kind of curious. Let's get some feedback going here. Those of you in the Melbourne <laughs> area. My cousin is actually taking a job slash uh, under undergraduate. Uh, I think it's undergraduate, whatever. The higher level education, because he's smarter than I am. He actually has accepted a position doing research stuff and going to school over over uh, near Melbourne. So uh, when he gets over there, I'll let you all know and uh, you guys try to hit him up. He's a cool cat. Oh, I just sounded like Carol Baskins. <laughs> Are you cool cats? <laughs> I never, I, I never wasted my time watching that bullshit. So neither did I. <laughs> neither did I. <laughs> All right. So with that, uh, we will get into some hockey here. It's been a while since we've been on here. So with that. Uh, we're going to go right into our just Stanley Cup final recap. I mean, everybody knows who won the Stanley Cup. Woo! Tampa Lightning. <laughs> I mean, Tampa yeah. Lightning. So, I mean, I feel kind of dumb. I, 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 I had, remember, I had Tampa two podcasts ago, and then our most recent one before the series started. I actually switched to Dallas, and what did I say, Dallas in seven? Yeah, and I said Tampa in seven, but it went six. So I'm more, right, went, more knowledgeable. Ha. I wouldn't say that. I th I honestly thought, even uh, though they weren't traveling, I mean, what we found out was tra um, the traveling from place to place, um, plays it plays a huge factor. Uh, it plays a huge factor because the fact that, what was it, Dallas had four or five more days of rest than Tampa did? It showed in that first game. It really it, did. It, it did, um, but the the recovery time was much quicker, a lot faster than I would have expected. Uh, but again, these guys are professionals; they are uh, premier athletes, and they're premier humans, and they will show that day in and day out. Um, just going to throw that out there. It was a one hell of a series. Uh, I'm just I'm just curious, Ryan. Who was your MVP for the Tampa Bay Lightning? <sighs> I'm really going to go completely off. I mean, we don't have a script, 
But off script, when it comes to awarding an MVP, I'm going to go completely out of the box with how I'm going to award my MVP. Um, and I think you're going to feel me. Uh, com- I, I think you're going to feel with me completely on this one, like on a whole nother level. Okay. No, I'm not going to feel you because I am nowhere near you right now. And I'm not, I'm, I'm meaning right in the feels in the emotional feels feels in the feels. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to say Steven Stamkos. The one game, one shift, huge freaking output, huge goal. Yeah. I can, I, I can see well, that one. On top of that, did you did you ever find did you find out why he left? Why he didn't play this postseason? No, I knew he was dealing with an injury. It wasn't as much of an injury as his wife had a miscarriage. Oh, so that's why he played one shift and then was like, "Okay, I'm done." Yeah, uh, yeah, and didn't, I, didn't he in the bubble? What was that? Wasn't he still in the bubble, but was like dealing with his, he would have had to have been dealing with his wife or his wife came to the bubble. Right? Yeah. Uh, he left the bubble. He, he left the bubble. Um, left. yeah. Uh, according to the Tampa Bay times, the captain left while the team, uh, while he and his wife grieved the loss of their unborn child. Oh, wow. uh, Stamco celebrated Lightning Stanley Cup win. He referred to an emotional six weeks on the ice in the playoffs and in his family. Uh, he expanded that in an interview with Eric uh, Erlson of the lightninginsider.com last week. At one point, he left the playoff bubble in Toronto to be with his wife, Sandra, who, he, who had been pregnant uh, with the couple's second child but miscarried at 21 weeks. That is and, that's brutal. And I'll tell you what. Um, I know you feel me in this one. We've both been through it. Uh, well, not us personally, but our significant others have both had a miscarriage. Um, and I'm going to say it. Uh, I, my, may my agree with one has not. No. It, it's a bitch. It sucks. As a man, you're supposed to be there and be the stronghold. But deep down inside, it kills you and it kills you every day. More and more. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you agree with me on that, but that's that's my take. Uh, right, may not be a popular take, but uh, it sucks. It, it it is it is miserable, and it. I mean, I've been through it in the past, uh, but now with I uh, uh, undrafted exclusive here, uh, here you guys go. Um, I'm I am expecting my second child in April. Uh, my wife and I are ecstatic. Uh, so hearing this kind of news kind of brings you down to earth and uh, what to be thankful for. And I, uh, I prayers out to Stephen Stamkos if somehow you ever listen to this man. Uh, we're thinking of you up here in northern Michigan and uh, praying for you, bud. But uh, congratulations on the Stanley Cup. I know it's I know it's not going to fill any of the void, um, but hard work and perseverance do pay off. And I know it sounds cliche to say everything happens for a reason, um, but I totally believe that everything does indeed happen for, for a reason. I'm so glad you finally broke that news because I've, it's been killing me not being able to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, we're excited. It's uh, out a couple of times on previous recordings. <laughs> so, uh, Caleb, who's your MVP? I'm, oh, uh, from Tampa, I guess. Uh, we'll do Tampa first, and then we'll do Dallas. Okay, so I know pre-recording I said I was going to go 
with Vasilevsky, um, and I could stay with him. I'm going to, to, to call an audible, and I'm going to say Braden Point. Huge outpouring of points. Uh, played bigger than what he was. And just for those of you who say, oh, well, Cole Perfetti can't skate, neither could Braden Point. Look at him now. Good call. Good pick. I yeah. Uh, Red Wings. Uh, I'm still going to say. Start on that one yet. <laughs> this, this we'll get there. Is the new Cronwall. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. This is the new Cronwall for me. <laughs> okay, so uh, who is your Dallas MVP, Caleb? Cute Oven. Yeah, that that's. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm not I, I, on that one. Yes, they lost the series, but the game, but it went to Game Six, uh, and without Cute Oven, I don't think it would have went to six. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, so I am going to go with. If I really have to think about it, probably Joel Pavelski. I mean, right. I, yeah, I'll, I'm gonna go stereotypical here. All right, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna choose. I was gonna choose Kudobin, but I mean, he was solid. He was solid. He put in solid shift time after time, and he played both ways on the ice. Uh, he didn't give many too many take uh, uh, giveaways. Um, he controlled the puck well, and he saw the ice well. He dished it out. He le- leading the team in assists. I mean, I a leader on and off the ice. So that's why uh, I'll give it to to him. Even though I mean, it's nothing. It's from He's getting an MVP award from a podcast with only like 20 listeners that he won't hear it. And he didn't win a cup. So, I mean, it's not like I I don't think he cares, but okay, there you go. Yeah. I mean, it it is what it is. Uh, We're hoping, we're hoping we actually get some sort of uh, viewership, but uh, who knows? We'll see. Right. Um, So with that folks, I think we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, um, Caleb can finally let loose on how he's feeling about the NHL draft. I know he's been waiting on this one. I know I have been. We're also going to discuss uh, free agency. We're going to go over our grades. Um, and then further on in the episode, to finish her off, we're going to do a more on of the day and uh, close it up there. Uh, so with that, we'll be right back. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. What are you doing? I'm burying you. You're waking the neighbors! No! So, Dale, what have you been working on recently? Well, I manage a baseball team. Oh, my car looks good, yeah. Hey, really quick, Caleb. I, I need a I need a character from one of our... We're going to do some cross-promotion here. All right, folks. Uh, an undrafted exclusive. We have Napoleon Bonaparte. Um, welcoming us back. Hello and welcome to Undrafted Podcast with Caleb and Ryan. Anybody have any croissants? (laughs) (laughs) 
Thank you. I, I needed to hear that. I don't know why. Uh, we're, we usually record right after uh, record Killing History. If you guys want to check it out, we do have a few episodes up now. Um, we're working on a few things, tweaking a few things. Uh, but Napoleon is definitely going to be one of our main characters on every episode, no matter what we're talking about either. <laughs> so if you like history, there you go. Check out Killing History with Caleb and Ryan. Yeah, buds. All right, so enough of cross-promotion here. All right, Caleb, I'm going to let you loose. Um, so uh, a couple weeks ago, we had the NHL draft. Folks, I never, I, I, I've never watched it in my life. Um, but this year, because uh, we had a player picked to go in the top five that Caleb and I both worked with, specifically we've worked with, and... Well, Caleb, go ahead. Why did he slip to 10? I can tell you, the Winnipeg Jets are extremely thrilled and extremely excited to have this young man playing for them. Do I think he's going to be in the NHL this year? Hell yeah. Yeah. And I I really sounded like I was going to be introducing him to the show. (laughs) And I have been working on that, but he has not responded. And I am okay with that because when the season starts again in December, if he is not at the NHL level playing with the Winnipeg Jets, I will be extremely surprised, and I am going to work on him face-to-face. Should have went number four overall. Sorry, Lucas Raymond. Oh, yeah. I'm still bitter at this, not because I'm a Homer and a Cole Perfetti fan. No, he is the better player. His hockey sense as what was described by Iserman and the scouting staff. (laughs) His hockey sense, they use that for Lucas Raymond so much. Cole Perfetti's is the best in the draft. Next to Alexi Lafreniere. Did you see that conceited look on Alexis Lafreniere's face when he got picked? Like, honestly, I just hope somebody rips his head off right in the first year. Rangers take the full five minutes to make the pick. Everybody knew they were taking taking Lafreniere. Why did it take them the full five minutes? Well, here's my thought. You know, uh, do they have jerseys of every NHL team at, uh, at each drafted player's house? I highly doubt it. Highly doubt they it. Know, they knew who they were picking. Why did it take so damn long? It's for ratings and anticipation, but it's bullshit. That, oh, that, whole, first, that whole first round night special could have lasted literally seven minutes. I'm going to say this, I, I, and... and Again, no disrespect to Lucas Raymond. I I really am hoping he will become a number fourth overall draft pick. Uh, however, I'm sorry. I don't think he's going to slot this year, next year, or the year after, no. which is, to me, a quality oh, of being the fourth overall draft pick. Yeah. Paul Perfetti is going to slot in this year or next year. Yep. I will say that he skates better than Perfetti. I'm sorry. He's playing fourth line minutes in a men's league. Yeah. 
Oh, but he plays in the... What is he going to be playing in the NHL? Better playing against the best players in the world. Yeah. No, he's... This is an awful pick. In fact, everybody's like, well, he was playing against guys, men, when he was 16 years old. No. When he was 16, he was playing in a 16 and under league. And he put up average numbers. Uh, The one year he showed that he could um, actually play, it wasn't anything exemplary. He, I want to make, I I haven't watched enough of him. I'm not going to compare him to him um, in the fact that how he plays. I'm going to compare it to him and how he plays statistically. Statistically, he disappears um after a stretch of games he disappears in a 34 game stretch he had 10 points that is not a fourth round uh, a fourth uh draft overall draft pick it's not compare that two years in the ohl two years in the ohl cole perfetti over 100 assists and one of those years was shortened due to covid19 right Oh, and in two years, he also has almost 80 goals scored. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous. He had over 100 point seasons. He was a playmaker. He was a goal scorer. Good leader on the ice. Good leader off the ice. It is beyond me why he didn't get picked by the Detroit Red Wings. I I think, I mean. He's a high quality character guy. He has a foundation in Saginaw, Michigan. Top five murder capita per murder capita per the United States. Um, just fun tidbit there. That focuses on helping kids. There, it's called Perfetti's Kids. Why? <laughs> and not to mention Perfetti's play on the power play. Uh, bar none. Um, he led. I mean, he was the reason why the Saginaw Spirit were always in the top five in the OHL on the power play. And I'm just going to throw this out there, too. At number four, you also had Marco Rossi. Why the kid from Frolanda? I'm still trying to wrap my brain around this, and I cannot. I'm sorry. I do, I, I do like Lucas Raymond more now than, than my original rant to you during the draft <laughs> and on all the pages. Ooh. I think I'm getting a thunderstorm. Yeah. But uh, uh, it's supposed to get him. Uh, but uh, at fourth, he was a reach. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I, when I said that there was teams hoping that Perfetti was going to drop to him, Winnipeg was one of them. The Jets were the biggest one. Hmm. I mean, they for the like even I didn't work. I I barely worked for the Spirit last year. Uh, but when I worked for him the year before, I mean, they were always there, and they were high on Perfetti. They were scouting Perfetti before Perfetti was even in the OHL. Yeah, and uh, so were uh, teams like Toronto. Uh, I know Toronto was high on him. Ottawa was very high on him. Um, but, I mean, I understand why Ottawa made the picks they did. On a few other players than Perfetti, they had Perfetti oh. ranked number three on their board, and the guys who were above him on their board one and two were still there at three and five. So, 
yeah. why you think he gets selected by Ottawa. If, if Perfetti didn't get picked by Winnipeg, he would have been picked up by Toronto. I mean, honestly, and sorry, Perfetti, I, I don't, I'm sorry, I'm glad you didn't go to Toronto, but yeah, you would have been picked by Toronto. Uh, so yeah. Um, so close to home in Winnipeg and. Uh, oh yeah. He would have been close to home in Toronto or uh, Quebec. Yeah. Not Quebec, Ottawa. Sorry. You do realize Canada is a very vast country, right? Yeah. Winnipeg's a ways. I mean, he would have been closer to home. He would have been closer to home in Detroit, but in uh, Detroit than Winnipeg, yeah, easily. All right. Uh, so we're gonna go right to free agency. Um, so we're gonna talk. We just talked about a negative. Eiserman's been wheeling and dealing. I really like the Thomas Grice sign uh, uh, signing for uh, at Tendi. Uh, with the departure of Howard. Uh, thank you, Howard. I know I've always been harsh on you, but uh, you, you've been okay for the club. Um, right. I am more ecstatic and thrilled at, uh, you might know this guy. He has a very famous uncle for the Detroit Red Wings. Um, uh, a kid by the name of Vladislav Nemesnikov. Who, who was his uncle that played for the Wings? Uh, if, I'm for... Not, if I'm not mistaken, it's one Fetisov. Oh, sweet. Okay. Just, just a fun tidbit. No, that's awesome. I'm, I'm, thank you for that. I needed that. That's and good he's going to be number 92. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, it was a great sign. <laughs> The free agent signings, I haven't – I mean, there's one that I'm not too thrilled about, but it's a, a depth signing for the Griffins. So, I mean, it's okay. Right. Uh, the first signing I'm going to say, uh, the Bobby Ryan signing, when I saw that uh, Ottawa wasn't going to um, sign him and I, I saw he was going to be a free agent, I was like, you know, it, Detroit might make a run at him. He'd add – Especially with the talks, it wasn't a pot, sure thing yet, but the talks of Abdulkader and all that. I'm like, Bobby Ryan's an Abdulkader type player. He just can score goals. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm and it was a low risk, high reward type of signing. Yeah, it was. What was it? A one year deal? One year deal for what? Like maybe two mil tops. W. I'm pulling. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was for. No, it doesn't even tell me on this one. You son of a bitch. But yeah, it wasn't much. Uh, One-year deal, uh, you, you can't... For an aging player, that's perfect. Um, the John Merrill signing, once again, adding depth to defense. Um, in a low... Ri- uh, short short contract. Not, not, not uh, $925,000 for one year. Uh, you can't argue that. And that he'll probably be... Um, You'll probably see him in the lower pairings. Um, so, but anything's better than what we had. Uh, Thomas Grice was probably the best signing. Um, and the reason why, uh, I think part of the reason why Howard struggled for, I mean, remember when he got us to the Western Conference Finals and everything? Yeah. And you saw him start to fall apart. And I think, I honestly think a lot of that had to do with Mrazic. You had... Uh, another starter there and 
I, I think with Bernie A being a former starter and now a spot starter, but the fact that he was put, he's put up better numbers than Howard. I really think Howard was in his head in Detroit uh, for the last God five, six years. So I think uh, number one, thank you, Howard. Um, I hope you uh, win wherever you go. Uh, but the Thomas Grice signing, you have two spot starters now and spot starters mentally are very tough. They can shake it off pretty quick. Uh, so I, and it's a, once again, another short, low-risk, high-reward type uh, contract for a goalie who has proven himself. I Here's what I like about Thomas Grice. He hasn't been given a fair shot to be that legitimate starter his entire right. career. He, was, he had that chance to be the guy going into a season, and then the Islanders traded and brought in a better goalie or what they thought was a better goalie. And then it didn't pan out. And then Grice would again be that guy and then get shat on again. And uh, then, oh, go ahead. Sorry. So I, he's very tough mentally for being able to do what he's done in his career so far. Uh, Grice and Bernier, I would say, have been the Minshew mania and Fitz magic of the NHL. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then here's another one. And this is a signing that I don't know how the hell it went under the radar, but adding Mark Stahl to the blue line. That was a great trade. Right. I, I don't know how that went under the radar, but that he's going to he, he folks, he doesn't put up superb points. Uh, he he has the capability of, but he's an amazing leader. He mentors younger skaters which is god we need that so bad um uh, think all right and i said this to you chronic think about him right he was the leader of our defense last year was he not right. yeah he was the most solid player he was he the best eh, he was the best that we had <laughs> right think about what it's going to do for him having stall in the locker room right yeah, it's and it's going to be amazing. I'm going to throw this out there. Okay, ready for it? Yeah. Hans Nielsen is a candidate for a buyout because it opened up a window when uh, Bertuzzi filed for arbitration, right? Yes, yep. Do you think Iserman's going to use it on Franz Nielsen? Or do you think it's going going to be used on a guy on the defensive side with these signings? Like mm, Danny DeKaiser. I'm sorry, I was, buddy. I, was just... I, I love you. I, I've always loved playing against you. Yeah. Um, but you just haven't developed into an NHL style defenseman. I'm sorry. And it hurts me to say that. Right. Do you that not helps. think? I, I Danny DeKaiser is going to come right out of my mouth. I, I've been keeping tabs on one Mortiz Cider. Yep. That car's a piece of crap. Um, I've been keeping tabs on him. He can make that jump this year. Yeah. He can make that jump this year. Right. Or so, if he if they're not sold on him being ready and want him to develop one more year, I'm okay with that. You know who can make the jump this year as well? Who? Cholo Cholowski. Yeah. Cholowski, yep, he's proven himself, yep. 
we need to get younger on the defensive side of the ice. Yeah. I'm sorry. Cronwall played one year too many. Yep. I love the guy. He was great for the team. But when they took out the big hitting ability, that changed yeah. his game up and he, he wasn't. He, he was, I mean, I've, I, I only thought his best years were when he was paired up with Lidstrom. So it's been since 2012 for me. So I, th- th- that's my two cents on him. But, yeah, I think Danny DeKaiser, you, you, I wouldn't be surprised to see him be bought out for sure. Um, he's done nothing. Um, so I, yeah. Uh, so with that, uh, what are your grades for the draft free agency? Um, and then what are your overall grades for, uh, forwards, defense, um, goalies and all that? Okay. If you were to ask me on draft night, round one would have been an F. Yeah. We're just going to rate the draft the first round. Yeah. Well, okay. So we'll rate the over, whole, whole overall draft. Yeah. First round would have been an F. Okay. Since I've had time to stew and think about it, I am going to bump that up to a C minus D plus first round. As a whole, the draft was about a C. Second through the rest of our draft picks from the second round on. Some of them are hit and miss, but a lot you the odds of a second round draft pick making it to the NHL is about 20 percent. Mm-hmm. Seventh round draft pick, Jonathan Erickson. Well, was it seventh? He was like the last pick of the draft. Anyway, the later rounds, after like the fifth round, the percentage of you making it to the NHL is at zero percent. So right. everybody who was hating on Erickson, ha 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 ha. He had a zero chance of making it to the NHL. He made it and was serviceable for many years until the later half of his career where he just was a pylon and turnover machine. But right overall, there is a lot of guys later in the draft that I think could possibly be serviceable. Uh, bottom pairings, um, bottom six forward, or an extra. Okay. Uh, free agency. Like I said, ah, man, free agency signings. Are they the best players? No. no. Are they the biggest name players? No. No. But, but for what we needed. Do what we need them to do. I'm giving them uh, uh let's go A minus B plus. Dude. Wait till wait till we compare our uh what, wait till we compare our ratings. What, what was so you said C C minus for the draft? Uh C minus D plus. Okay, and you just said A minus for A the A minus or B plus, yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're good. All right. And then what 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 about for the current overall team with the draft with the draftees that could make the team and the and the uh free agents that will make the team? Uh like what 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 would you expect to see on the ice? What would you rate that? And heck, give me a grade and give me what you would consider an overall rating on like an EA EA NHL game. There you go. Ooh, Nemesnikov would probably be... I mean, an overall team rating. Overall team rating. Okay, so overall team rating, 
would probably be a 77. Okay. And what would your grade be for the team? I mean, that'd be about CC plus then, I'm guessing. Uh, it's about a C plus, yeah. Awesome. You ready to come? In this, in this, in this uh, rebuild stage, could have been higher had we picked a better first round draft pick, but uh, you know, right, right. So you ready for mine? <laughs> I am. Caleb, for your draft, you said C minus or D plus. Overall, uh, with the with the spots we needed and, and the draft picks we made, which were solid, um, low risk uh, type draft. I wish the Red Wings would be a little more aggressive uh, in the draft. I wish they would have went for Perfetti um, and taken a risk because he would be high reward. High risk, but high reward. Uh, You said C minus D plus. Caleb, I gave the Detroit Red Wings a C plus. Okay. Not bad, right? So free (laughs) free agency. Caleb, um, I believe that the Red Wings made every, uh, they filled almost every position they needed for the immediate future. On top of that, they made short contracts to many of these aging veterans who are going to help their, their team, um, whether it's uh, uh, with contributions to the point total or contributions as to mentoring the younger skaters, Um, Mark Stahl, Bobby Ryan, all those types of players. Uh, they'll play for one year for sure. You might see them in the winged wheel for another one to three years, possibly. Who knows? But they will make a huge impact. The Thomas Grice signing, huge. We needed another goalie. Um, once again, we're not. He's a good stopgap. He's a solid goaltender. Um, but until we get that next, you know, Chris Osgood type guy that's going to be here for twenty years or so, he's a good player to sit there while we figure out who that next guy is going to be. Caleb, you gave the Red Wings an A minus or B plus when it came to their free agency rating. I gave the Red Wings an A minus. I had this all written down before you said these. And um, so then for the current overall team um, for a rating um, and what I'd grade them, Caleb, you gave the Red Wings a, a 77 overall. Caleb, I gave them a 79 overall. <laughs> And that, and you gave them a C plus, and I too gave them a C plus, which tells you, folks, Caleb and I are not very far apart with our understanding of the game. Uh, I'm just gonna say yes. We've played uh, several level. Well, we took different routes uh, in our playing careers. You went college. I went elsewhere. Um, uh, USPHL. Um, ECHL. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't ever really boast about my playing career because why should I? Because I am no longer a player. Right. Uh, so when I say, uh, I, I do scouting work, I legit do scouting work. Uh, yes, you do. I talk to NHL scouts all the time. I've actually, uh, put a young man on the radar for a lot of teams. And he ended up signing with a team in Chicago. Uh, just an FYI, you're very welcome. DJ Buzzdecker. Um, I got paid for said scouting report from said team. Ha, there's that. Uh, I also scout now, uh, for a team up in Alpena in a new hockey league 
that uh, we're hoping takes off here in the next couple of years and becomes big and uh, I can quit my day job. Um, Move up your coach for me, Jesus. Well, I would do that as well. <laughs> I know. However, yeah, I wouldn't right now. <laughs> however, I've also been paid by the Saginaw Spirit. Um, I'm sorry that I'm not on their coaching or their uh, hockey staff, uh, but uh, that's because I am a freelance scout. Thank you very much. So they wouldn't have me on said fucking page. However, I still earn paychecks from them with the media team. So there's that. And for all of you who want to keep saying, oh, your amateur allures have nothing to do with this, blah, blah, blah. What are yours? I'm sorry. I, I, I'm still kind of heated about that. No, I, I understand. Yeah, I... It's it's ridiculous how people just get all up at, like yeah I we've mentioned it before I'm sorry to the Australian page but to those two assholes um fuck you like seriously I have nothing to prove to you I'm the GM and the head coach of a semi pro hockey team um so yeah fuck you I, I have literally nothing else to prove to you um but with that um. Do we want to take a quick break, or do we just want to finish her up? I guess we can just kind of finish her up. We don't really have morons of the day other than those two assholes, but we don't have the comments. I don't remember their names, but you guys got the moron of the day award. Yep. Uh, they're the, <laughs> what we would call the John Wilkes Booth Award in Killing History. Yeah. Um, so, oh, and as always, this podcast is brought to you by... Uh, I can't say it. I'm sorry. I am not sponsored and I am not legally, uh, available or legally, uh, well, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, you know, uh, I am not Lee. I'm not a legal represent. I am a legal representation of the company. However, I cannot speak for them, but I am a brand ambassador for the beard struggle. For all your great bearded needs, check them out. And at checkout, use Undrafted 15 and have a happy and healthy beard. Sexy. Good job. I'm proud of you. Good, good product placement. Um, quick news. Uh, we totally forgot to go over NHL news, so we're going to go over it real super freaking quick here. Uh, first and foremost... Oh, sorry. First and foremost, goodbye, Doc Emmerich. We'll miss you. Good luck in your retirement and enjoy. Uh, Doc, uh, I look up to you. Um, being able to have a career so successful as yours, um, I would I would love to be able to hop in the booth and take over for you. That is not going to happen. No talent scouts are going to be finding us on this podcast. Uh, but we would love to be able to do what you did. Right. The Winter Classic and the All-Star Game canceled this year. But, I mean, we were figuring it with a, sl- with a late start, like December start for the season. They, There's no way they could have a Winter Classic or All-Star Game. So, it makes, I mean, that makes complete sense. Thanks, Rome. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> you know? Can we start uh, 
referring to Corona 19 or coronavirus or COVID 19 as Karen? Yes, go ahead. All right, Karen, way Fuck to go. You, Karen. <laughs> All right, and then uh, this one's kind of interesting. The Seattle Kraken have made their first wave of hockey operation hires, including Gary Roberts as a sports science and performance consultant. Uh, Roberts played in 21 NHL seasons, uh, became a well-known trainer since retiring. He's worked with several high-profile players in the offseason, including McDavid, Steven Stamkos, um, etc., um, so Roberts, uh, is one of the first of these high profile signings and he will ensure the Kraken training center and team infrastructure have the proper equipment and systems in place to enable Kraken players to perform to their highest potential. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, did they? He is going to be the first person of color to oh, yeah. be a full-time voice of the Kraken in the NHL right. ever. So, sorry. That's awesome. Which is amazing. But what's even more amazing is the fact that he's from Michigan. Yep. So just a side note, um, congratulations to that young man. Again, I am kind of jealous that uh, you are pursuing your and your dream is that of mine and I would love to be able to be a play-by-play or color commentator uh, for any NHL team. <laughs> Alright, and then my last, last bit of news. Uh, the new NHL game apparently is going to have a throwback to NHL 94 on it. I, I, I don't understand why they're making a big deal about it because Every game has that in it. Yeah, I'm losing you, bud. Uh, so I guess we should probably close up here because I know you're you're going to pick up your son here. So. Gotta love right. school. All right, guys. So with that, uh, thank you uh, for listening to Undrafted. Uh, my name's Ryan. That's Caleb. And don't forget, keep the excess pet population under control. Get your pets spayed and or neutered. It's okay to adopt and shop. Do it responsibly. Peace.
Yeah. 